0: Welcome to the Starting Blocks Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Mags, a leadership coach with over 16 years spent in the fast-moving consumer goods sector. And during that time, I've basically experienced the great, the bad, and the ugly of leadership. And the great leaders were basically those who possessed a strong sense of self-awareness and also social awareness. So I want the same for you, so you can lead with confidence and make a lasting impact. I mean, a positive lasting impact, that is, right? You ready? Okay, let's go. It's gotta be perfect, perfect. Well, we all have unconscious patterns of behaviors that drive our actions and decisions. And it's a fascinating topic, in fact. And today, I want to focus on one of the five drivers that I find quite often in the coaching sessions that I've got with um, marketeers. And it's called Be Perfect. So that may not sound like you and you may decide to stop the podcast, however, listen up because it might be the driver that some of your team members or direct reports or actually any colleagues really have and I'll share with you how to spot it and how to work with them or help them um, overcome this. Simply put, the be perfect driver is characterized by the strong need for perfectionism Marketeers with this driver often set super high standards for themselves, but also not just that, (laughs) also for others. So they will constantly strive to meet these expectations, and that put a lot of strain on everybody, including themselves. So we're going to have a look at what signs you can spot, what impact it does have, and what triggers it's got. First up, if you're a be-perfect marketer, or your team member might be, these are the the behaviours you might um, come across, so we might spot. You worry getting something wrong or making mistakes. You might want to work out every last detail before offering a proposal or a presentation for comment. You'll insist on getting it exactly right when a rough approximation would actually be more useful and fine and appropriate at that time. You might want to get things right the first time You will keep on and on to complete a task long after your productive energy has been used up. You may have a supercritical inner voice. Actually, you may have, you have a supercritical inner voice that constantly judges your performance. And this is quite tiring to hear it. You'll probably be well-organized. That's a plus of this this this, um, driver. But you may become more and more single-minded, only seeing your own point of view compared to integrating the, the point of view of others. You probably have a tendency to be controlling, which if you are leading a team, your, your direct reports might see it as a micromanagement style. And it's, it's not always landing well with them. It never is actually. Um, you will do well though in marketing tasks and jobs where detail is important and the set standards are really, really key and essential. So that's all. Nice, And I don't know how many you've got of those, but what are the consequences of this? You probably are a poor time planner because you keep checking everything, even if it's no longer necessary, even when others would rather see a draft. So for example, a marketing director or a cross-functional team member might want to see the innovation plan draft or version one or wherever your thinking is at now, but you continue to improve that plan until you're quite satisfied with it, which if you are a be-perfect mindset type of person, when you're not at your best, it's gonna take forever. So marketing directors might actually wonder what you're doing, what you're, you know, are you slow, are you strategically thinking? And they might even get stressed themselves that we're not progressing at the right um, speed. The other point is you might not be seen as you know the most collaborative or the best team player because in the behavior that you display you'd rather check things yourself rather than trust others to do it and that includes your direct reports remember when i said micromanagement and so on they'll probably be unhappy about the lack of empowerment that you are giving them they want to try and fail and learn from their mistakes this is the best way actually to grow the other point is Um, you may dislike others criticism so in that sense you'll go out of your way to avoid it in fact and that can get often quite complicated and you'll probably find it more difficult to work with impatient colleagues and managers you'll get highly distracted by those people who have a different driver that is called hurry up which is all about Sense of urgency and, and being quite impatient that kind of goes against your driver, and there's friction. So, what are the things that we can notice that, that will trigger that be perfect driver when it shows up? Loss of control when you are when you have a sense you're losing control, that be perfect mindset and actually kind of mind trap, I should even call it that way, will resurface. Lower standards or illogical behaviors by colleagues or managers of yours, that will also trigger that be perfect mind traps. When you're overly concerned about being seen to be wrong, so you know sharing an opinion that may not go as well or be as popular, that will also trigger this be perfect mind, mind trap. Or failure to achieve goals, or perhaps an organisational culture that doesn't accept or respect errors and, and mistakes. So, Is this a lost cause? No, not really. Um, Not really, not at all, Sorry, (laughs) I should say. Um, And what do we do about it? So at your core, when you're at your best, you're a marketeer that has a great eye for details and you'll find solutions to issues that arise. This is one of the many strengths that you've got and they're amazing assets. But only when you're at your best. It's at times of stress um, and overwhelm when when you're not at your best that this be perfect mind trap will surface so if you're listening and you manage someone who whose drive is a be perfect then you can help them by allowing them uh, sorry allowing for them to make mistakes for for forgiving uh, when errors are made the understanding of drafts that are not perfect um, proposals that are incomplete otherwise If you don't do that, you'll encourage, in fact, the be-perfect behaviors without intentionally wanting it, but unconsciously, this is what's going to happen. If if you're not managing someone like that, but you are um, having that be-perfect tendency, then realize that less than your best may be just what is needed at this stage of the project, the stage of this brand presentation, for example. Be clear on what's expected and ponder whether the extra efforts you want to provide, the 300%, is really worth your most productive energy and time that you could use on another task that's really key to to move forward. So do reflect on the strengths and qualities that you've got when it comes to accuracy, organization. Um, You do have these strengths, but have a think about how they may have a poor impact on others who have different drivers or mode of thinking and working when they come to a very extreme kind of level. So, when <laughs> I remember when I were, used to work in marketing in the FMCG organisations I've, I've, I've been part of, I had come across quite a few colleagues who were reading, for example, our next branded newsletter. They had a finger on the laptop screen, proofreading the you know for the fourth time, and that's not even me exaggerating very slowly just so as to avoid any errors any possible errors and I've also seen some other people spending countless evening hours redoing slides after slides reworking spreadsheets just because it wasn't good enough in their heads Um, but they failed to think about what was the expectations of the other people involved in that project or who wanted to have an update and they were really simply just solely focused on their own needs um, so what they fail to do is, in fact, to focus their um, their brown brains, marketing mind and reflections on bigger things, more present matters, instead of doing an equivalent of, I'm going to lock the door six times just to make sure every single time they left the house. So there are ways to explore these unconscious behavior behavioral patterns. Um, I mean, when you take two marketeers that have that be perfect driver, both of them are likely to have very different and unique reasons behind that same driver. So there's going to be different practices and tools um, bespoke to them to undo these and create new healthy habits. So if you want to reach out to me, if you need a quick chat or ask me a question about it, i will be happy to answer that. Um, What are your reflections on that topic? And thank you for joining me today. I hope it's been really useful to you. I've got one request. I'd love if you could write this podcast because it really does help to reach more emerging leaders like you out there. So also, if you want to get in touch with me personally to discuss one-to-one, group coaching, or workshops, opportunities, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's probably the easiest. And my name is Magali Leroux. You can find it in the bio of the show. Thanks for listening and speak very soon.